0: Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk & Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Let's take off the goggles here so we can uh, read what's on the screen. What's up first? Ah, yes. A couple of quotes out of uh, David Benavidez after his victory over Caleb Plant. I just want to tell everyone that I have a lot of respect for Canelo Alvarez but he has to give me that shot. Now, uh, the Mexican monster went on to say after retaining, by the way, his WBC interim strap, uh, with that unanimous decision over plant in, in Las Vegas on Saturday, he said, uh, that's what everybody wants to see. Now the fans are calling for this fight. The legends are calling for this fight. So let's make it happen. Uh, I want, I want. I want you to know there was a, a lot said between us meaning him and caleb plant but in the end we settled it like men i'm happy we gave the fans the best rivalry of the year or last five years i'm just very happy so let's see if uh, alvarez picks up that glove now um a couple of stories here from charles brunn over box news 24 one of my favorite writers in the boxing world he has this to say about Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua insists he won't lose to Jermaine Franklin next Saturday night in his comeback fight on the zone at the O2 Arena in London. This is Joshua's first fight under the tutelage of new trainer Derek James, and it could be his last. If AJ loses to Franklin, Derek will likely be quietly shown the door, and a search for a new trainer will be underway. Joshua laughs. At the people who see his career being on the line because he doesn't view it that way at all that is to say joshua won't retire if he gets beaten by franklin which should make his promote eddie hearn pleased because he freely admits that he's worried about this fight franklin should be unbeaten after getting robbed last november in london in schooling the in schooling in White for 12 rounds. The way the way Franklin looked at that fight, it's it's not hard to imagine him doing a number on Joshua, beating him as badly as Andy Ruiz Jr. did and or Alexander Usyk did. Uh by the way on that AJ Franklin on the card we're going to see Matteo Ignani uh, versus Felix Cash, Craig Richards versus richards Polotniks, Fabio Wardley take on Michael Coffee, Austin Austin Williams versus River Wilson Bent. Campbell Hatton against Lewis uh, Fielding, Jordan Flynn versus Kane Baker and John Hedges against Daniel uh, Um Said Joshua, here we have my next opponent, Jermaine Franklin, who I'll be facing. I think it's good. He's getting opportunity because every fighter deserves an opportunity. I don't look at him like he's a comeback fight uh, for AJ. Um, at all i think that's what the media and the narrative has been created around this context but i don't think he's looking at himself as a comeback fighter i think he's looking at himself as a real contender someone who's been doing something that he's been doing since he was 11 years old i don't think he sees himself as a comeback fight for anyone i respect him and i have to take him seriously and he'll be game i hope i'm victorious uh, apparently if i lose to them my career's done and that means no one will let me fight by the second thing, but by the sound of things he says, so all these narratives they, they create. I just need to make sure that I live in my own realms. This is a serious fighter, he's not a comeback fight, and I'm not going to lose. So there is no if. I've got to stay focused on winning, said Joshua. Second story by Charles Brunn. Deontay Wather says he's not surprised that the negotiations between Tyson Fury and unified IBF WBA WBO heavyweight champ Alexander Usyk fell apart recently. That was the second colossal fight in a row that Fury whiffed on after blowing the deal for the Mega Money anti-Joshua fight last December. Some believe that Fury's only interested in taking on journeyman lower level fighters that have no chance of beating him, like Derek Chisora or Dillian White. Interesting, Wilder chose not to blame WBC champ Fury, uh for the fight talks with Usyk falling apart, even though it seems evident that it was purely the six foot-9 Tyson's fault for the negotiations imploding. After giving Usyk a 70-30 take it or leave it offer, Fury then insisted on a 50-50 split for the rematch. If he were to come in as the loser going up against uh would be four belt undisputed champion. For the average fan, it's crazy to imagine Fury. Jesus Christ. Sorry, fans. My doctor calling me unbelievably for the average fan. It's crazy to imagine Fury being entitled to a 50 50 split uh, if he were beaten in the first fight by Usyk and facing the undisputed champion. All right, do not disturb. Thank you. Usyk's promoter, Alex Krysuk, uh, says Fury refused to compromise on his dogged insistence of getting 50 50 split for the rematch, which suggests he was never seriously interested in the fight and was just looking for a way out and found one this is the business of boxing it's a tough business said deontay wilder for me boxing is one of those challenging businesses because there's no structure so it can go anyway it's not a surprise to me that it fell apart like that just like many other fights before so we can't be surprised at this because we've seen so many of the best fights that we think would have happened but didn't happen and fell apart interesting wilder is choosing not to criticize fury over the Usyk fight negotiations falling apart some would see Wilder's soft comments about Fury as a signal that he's trying to stay on the good side in hopes of getting a lucrative fourth fight against him in 2023 or 2024, which would be foolish for Wilder. If Wilder is secretly holding out hopes that Fury will look his way and throw a bone from a fourth fight, it makes perfect sense that he would choose not to dump on the ham-handed fumbling of his fight with Yusick. Electing not to trash Fury is a way of making sure he stays on the good side. Let's have a quick uh, look at the uh, recent results. Uh, on Saturday, we saw Yocasta, Yoka Valley uh, defeat Jessica Basulto. Uh, as we all know, uh, our favorite here in Talk and Fight, David Light, got beaten by Lawrence Acoli. Uh, Dave Benavides, off talked about throughout the weekend on Talk and Fight, uh, beat Caleb Plant. Nathan Heaney beat Jack Flatley. Uh, Jose Ramirez uh, beat Richard Kami. Uh, one of my favorite fighters, but I think uh, his career might be over by now. Uh, Ivan Zuko defeated Jermaine Brown. Lyndon Arthur beat Brian Nahul Suarez. And as we all know, Christian Billy defeated Carlos Gongora in Montreal last week. So there you have it, bike fans. Another episode of Talk and Fight for you. All the uh, news fit to print. Thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it. I have to get back to my doctor now. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben. Thank you.